0: Destination Medicine is a collaborative initiative of regional training hubs. This is one of three episodes produced on behalf of the Murray-Darling Medical School Network and shares stories from students undertaking end-to-end medical training within the network. Welcome to Destination Medicine. I'm Peter Lance. You've got to admire someone who seeks to better themselves, to pursue a new career in midlife, Helen Smith is one of those people. After almost two decades working as a pharmacist, Helen decided to take on a medicine degree. It hasn't been the smoothest of transitions, but it has been an extremely fulfilling and satisfying one. And best of all, Helen gets to study and work close to her little family farm, her chickens and alpacas, just outside of Dubbo. Helen Smith starts by explaining why she set off down this path to Nicole Goodman.
1: It was probably around about seven years ago that I first had the thought that I would actually like to study medicine. We had been tossing up about moving to Canberra, and I saw that there was a new doctor of medicine at one of the universities there. So I thought, well, I'll give it a go. So I did sit the undergraduate exam, the UMAT back then, which has now changed to UCAT, I believe. I didn't prep very much for it. And as the time passed, it didn't end up eventuating per se. There was a lot else going on in my life and I ended up not applying and just left it then until a couple of years ago when it popped up again. I had a discussion with one of my school friends who was working at the Rural School of Health here in Dubbo and they said that they were going to be opening up the degree for the full four years in Dubbo. And I thought, that sounds amazing. So I sort of thought about it and chatted with some other close friends of mine who said they thought it was a great idea. And so I thought, I'll apply for Dubbo and see how I go.
2: Well, it's interesting that you mentioned Dubbo so early, and we're going to come back to that actually in your reasons for choosing that opportunity. But before that, I'm interested to know, was it always medicine or did you have another health profession that you would have considered going into?
1: I actually originally started, well, I studied biomedical science straight out of school. And about in the third year, We had a careers day and they told us, oh, by the way, there's not very many jobs. So I thought, okay, (laughs) and it was actually good timing. That was the University of Newcastle where I was studying actually had the Master of Pharmacy starting immediately the next year. So I applied for pharmacy and studied that for two years and was actually, I've worked as a pharmacist for 17 years. So I'm coming into medicine as a mature age student, which I think has got lots of positives. But yes, I do love pharmacy and I've really enjoyed my time as a pharmacist. I just got to the point where I thought, I think I could sort of do a bit more with medicine.
2: What a great background, what a great foundation to launch medicine from. Did you tell other people about your decision or this goal to become a doctor and what was their reaction?
1: Yes, I definitely did. I very much love soundboarding my ideas of the people around me and those that I really care about. And my best friend is actually a GP who's been a fantastic support and has guided me very well into the what to expect in medicine. And so I, I actually discussed with her and said, I'm thinking I'll just give it a go. I'll, I'll give it one really good, good try, sitting the exam and seeing if I can get in, and she said, you should definitely give it a go. So... I applied.
2: (laughs) How have you found it as a mature age student studying medicine?
1: As a mature age student, I think I've got a lot, there's a lot of positives to all of the experiences I've gained through my life, so all the emotional sort of growth that I've done. I think if I went into medicine as an undergrad or straight out of school, I feel like it's a complex job that requires a lot of emotional sort of intuition and, and intelligence And I'm not sure that I would have been ready back then. So now I've found that I'm actually enjoying study a lot more now that I'm older and that I've got sort of more financial security and know a bit more about myself. It's actually really fulfilling now studying and interacting with the other health professionals and the lecturers and the other students. I'm really enjoying it.
2: Before being accepted into medicine, did you have a mentor or someone that gave you guidance regarding your career?
1: Yes. So I did actually have a couple of mentors, I would say. As I've mentioned, my best friend is a GP who is living in Parks, who I, I did actually just listen to your podcast with her, which was fantastic.
2: <laughs> she, Mary
1: Stewart, yes. Mary Stewart, yes. So we started school in kindergarten together and went through all of school and have done a lot together. So it's been very inspirational watching her develop as a doctor and her role as a rural doctor. So I've discussed it with her. I've also got another doctor who I've worked with in Brand, uh, Dr. Anello Enuzzi, who's always been extremely supportive of all of my career as a pharmacist and also moving into medicine. I've found that they're just very passionate and care about the community that they're in and a very very good advocate for rural medicine and just what you can achieve working out in the country. So I feel it's great to have that support around me from people who know what it's like.
2: Was there any work or activities that you did along the way that helped motivate you to pursue medicine?
1: Yes. So probably around 12 years ago, I became an accredited pharmacist. And so that enabled me to review people's medications and write reports for doctors to advise them on how they should adjust medications or things that they could do to improve the management of their patients. And throughout this process, I realised it was actually quite fulfilling to look deeper at how people use their medications and the things that they could do to sort of optimise their management. But it was actually quite challenging to write all of the options into a succinct report to give to the doctor to work through options for that patient. And I sort of thought, well, it's something that if I had that opportunity to sit with the patient and work through the options with them directly, I could have a sort of a greater scope of helping them and finding out how they would prefer to be managed After many years of doing that, I thought, you know, if I sort of had a bit more control over what options there were and and guiding that patient, I think I could have a greater impact for that patient. So I thought medicine was the way to go.
2: Mm, Really good insight coming into medicine. Okay, so let's talk about the application process. When you decided to apply for medicine, what were the first steps you took? Did you map out a plan at all?
1: Roughly, roughly mapped out a plan. But it was quite a direct plan because I knew that I wanted to study rurally. So there was really just the two options that were closest to me were Dubbo and Orange, Orange being the undergraduate degree and Dubbo being the postgraduate degree. So I looked straight for the University of Sydney application process and was sort of just checking all the boxes to see that I was eligible to apply. And my GPA was at the right point. I met all the criteria probably except that my undergraduate degree needed to be within the last 10 years. So I had to look into that a little bit further. And they actually had a little, a side way to get in that I could prove to the university that I had maintained my research over the last 10 years. So when I applied, as long as I could get through GAMSAT, which was another hurdle, I could then put in all of what I've done over the last 10 years and show the university that I was still studying, still researching, still maintaining my education. And I was actually successful with that, which apparently is not that common.
2: Yeah, yeah, you did exceptionally well. If things hadn't turned out as you'd planned, would you have gone back to pharmacy?
1: Yes. We actually bought a place, a little farm just out of Dubbo, just as I was sitting GAMSAP. So I didn't know that I'd actually got into medicine at that point in time. So the plan was that if I moved to Dubbo, I could get work as a pharmacist here in Dubbo. My partner actually is a geologist from Ningen. So it, it was sort of a halfway point between Coonabarabran and Ningen as well. So it was sort of merging those two aspects of my life. And Moving forward with a new sort of either career change or a new position in a new town was what I thought I'd aim for.
2: Well, this is good because it takes us back to Dubbo. Was it always a goal to live in a rural area and any other reasons for Dubbo?
1: I actually grew up on a cattle property sort of 40 kilometres west of Coonabarabren. So I've spent all of my life in the country and went through school in Coonabarabran and only moved away to study. So I moved to Newcastle and I did find it, I find cities quite overwhelming, to be honest. So I knew that I wanted to live in the country. I feel much more relaxed in a rural setting with animals all around me, which moving to somewhere like Dubbo enabled me to maintain that lifestyle. So here I've got alpacas and dogs and chickens and all the things that I love. And I'm able to do that here in Dubbo, whereas if I was to move to the city, I wouldn't be able to probably have that sort of lifestyle.
2: For people that are perhaps a bit nervous or dubious about moving to Dubbo or any rural area for study or otherwise, what else would you say to them that's great about the area, some of the advantages over the city?
1: Dubbo here, it has all the different facilities that I feel you would ever want. There's restaurants and shops and Bunnings and all these things. And still you can drive to the university and park within 30 seconds walk of the university and turn up to lectures with no problem, no traffic. (laughs) It's Unheard of. (laughs) Unheard of. It's just fantastic and it's a stark contrast to – my experience of studying in Newcastle and struggling to get a park and making sure you've left enough time to get to the university and feeling stressed with traffic and all those sorts of things. Whereas here in Dubbo it's just it's just easy. The lifestyle is easy and the stress levels are much lower. So I think it's fantastic.
2: <laughs> we could all do a bit of that these days. Lowering the stress levels. That's oh, great.
1: Absolutely. <laughs>
2: And I'm assuming uh, when you entered medicine, it was through the rural pathway, is that right?
1: Yes, that is correct. So the rural pathway just enables you a few sort of concessions into getting into medicine in the hope that we stay, which I feel like is a very clever move by the universities. Because if you get people who are from the country, as I've said, I have no desire to move to the city I think once you've lived in the rural area and you can appreciate the slower pace and what these rural satellite schools offer is the opportunity for people to actually try it that are from the city. A lot of people, even if you're from a city upbringing, can appreciate the rural lifestyle.
2: Absolutely. Something a bit different I just want to go back to the application and selection process because, as as you mentioned, it's a huge undertaking and I want to get a sense of what your application experience was like and do you have any tips for people considering going down the same road?
1: Yeah, well, I started by just doing a little bit of research in general on the exam and what it would entail. I'd heard by many, many people that it was a very challenging exam and it was worth doing a lot of prep. So I I did actually sign up to an online prep course, and I found that was quite helpful. It provided some guidance with the sciences, going back over the sciences that i had probably long forgotten since school or my undergrad. So I sort of had to re-teach myself how to understand chemistry and physics and to do essay writing. I have not done essay writing probably since school in the form that they were wanting for GAMSAT and just doing that practice and sitting timed exams and making sure that I had a really good understanding of what was expected of me on the day and to be able to just actually physically get through the exam. So yes, I would encourage prepping and just being mentally prepared for the length of the exam and what is expected in each section. Also online videos, there's some great through Khan Academy. Just think any sorts of videos that will help simplify concepts or help your understanding of the basic sciences really. Mm.
2: So literally do your homework.
1: Do your <laughs> homework. <laughs> Absolutely. It's, <laughs> it's definitely worth the prep because I my goal was I'll just do this once, I'll give it a crack and if I really flunk out then I'll sort of maybe, know it's not for me. And so with all the prep I did, I sat at once. And whilst my score was not extremely high, it was enough. It was above the cutoff and I managed to get in on that score.
2: Did you apply for medicine as an undergraduate at any point in time?
1: No, I didn't actually end up going through the actual application process. Whilst I sat the undergraduate exam, I ended up thinking it was not not the right time so I actually left it and didn't put in an application at all and which I'm sort of grateful for because having the postgraduate enables me to do it in a in a shorter time frame
2: so with all the studying that you've had to do over this journey how did you find the right technique for studying or have you found the right technique
1: <laughs> i am working on it every day i am working <laughs> on a <my> technique <laughs> I feel I'm not as organised as many of the other students and I feel very grateful for all of my prior study. I feel it's set me up really well for medicine. Quite a few of the other students are sort of constantly saying that they wish they'd studied pharmacy or, or biomed or and I've got both. So I found that that's actually set me up really well for studying medicine. I understand like a vast majority of the concepts. It's sort of it's remembering all the little tiny things to sort of pass the exams and I find that a lot of the younger students have actually been extremely helpful. They're sort of teaching me how to use OneNote, the note-taking software <laughs> and Anki yeah. decks to memorise anatomy. They've been actually fantastic. So it's not just about learning the content, it's learning all the new things that are out there to actually assist you to study. So it's it's, it's evolving my study technique.
2: And as you say, there are a whole lot of new tools to help study effectiveness. Before you started the whole journey down the medicine road, what's one piece of advice that you wish you were given before starting?
1: It was quite hard with this one. I feel like I did get really good advice prior to applying to medicine through Kerry and through Dr. Anudzi. I sort of was able to gain a really good understanding of what the job would actually entail. So I feel like I've been set up quite well. So far, I haven't been surprised by my experience with studying medicine. However, there's potentially in the future, there may be things that crop up for me, which I'm sure there always is in new careers or things that you sort of didn't expect. But I feel like you should really talk to people who are in the job and make sure that that you're sort of prepped for what the career will be because I do think a lot of people can go into medicine with different expectations of what the career can be and sometimes be a bit sort of taken back once reality of the situation is in front of them. So yes, talk to people, talk to as many people as you can who are working in the role that you think you'd like.
2: And as we wrap up, do you think that there's one thing about medicine that you could just never prepare for?
1: I think it is, for me, the emotional part of the career that I'm curious about how I will go with. I feel it's your connection with people is so critical, really, as a doctor. Um, You see people in some really challenging points in their life. It's that sitting with people in those hard, challenging moments that I'm hoping that I will be able to rise to that challenge and be able to help guide people through those really difficult times. But I'm sort of still not sure how much of a toll that will take on me, but I'm hoping that it's something that I'll be able to really develop as a doctor. Time will tell.
0: Helen Smith, a medical student at the University of Sydney, Dubbo. This is Destination Medicine. Thanks for listening. Regional training hubs are supported by funding from the Australian Government under the Rural Health Multidisciplinary Training Program.